Welcome to the I Come With Baggage podcast. I'm your host, Crystal L. Bass. This podcast is a collection of candid conversations that unpacks the baggage of our guests to see what has anchored them to success in their fields. We all come with baggage, but now it's time to heal. Get ready because it gets real. This is the I Come With Baggage podcast. Happy Tuesday. Hey, join us. Hey. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Thanks for rocking your t-shirt. Yes, <laughs> I did have one for you, but you know, things happen. So listen, thank you so much for coming on. You are talking about such an important topic that so many people deal with, especially women and including myself. So first of all, thank you for being our first female ambassador thank for the Flat Travel Line. Appreciate that. So happy to have you. We are just starting up, but just wait until this COVID gets out of here, honey. We're going to be popping. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I know it's going to be popping. I'm so excited. Thank you yes. for me. So can you introduce yourself and let our audience know like what your baggage is and what you're here to talk about. I'm so excited to talk about it because I got questions. Yes, yes, yes. So my name is Rochelle Monique and I am a lifestyle expert. But how I got into all of this uh, social media and lifestyle and just helping people is I was 387 pounds four years ago. And when I tell you that is so much baggage carrying the that weight, not just physically but mentally and I've lost 220 pounds with weight loss surgery. Yes! Thank you so much. Can and I just say congratulations because I cannot even lose 20 pounds. Like yes. I'm trying not to be so hard on myself right now but today I shed a tear okay. I We're gonna have to talk about that because I can't even lose 20. Okay. See, you know why you can't lose see this and that's we're gonna talk about it because you keep saying you can't. I know I have to do better. <laughs> okay. All right, so tell us about your journey. So what made you start um your journey to your weight loss? So I've been overweight since I was twelve. So up and down with my weight, you know, being teased as a young girl, you know going with the wrong crowd, doing things. Listen, I was skipping school in middle school, going over boys' houses, doing crazy stuff just to fit in, going into adulthood, trying to fit in, didn't know my place, just this girl who had all this style, all this fashion, because I've always been into that, but I was just so consumed with my weight, it just took over. Like, it just took over my life. And I, I was sneaking meals. I would eat, like, five, six times a day. Like, I would eat in my car, and then I would go home and eat again. Baggage, okay? Just so insecure, but kind of, like, playing it off. Because I had confidence, but it wasn't the confidence in what I looked like. Because I, I knew I was fly. I was like, I'm a big girl, but I'm fly, right? I'm fly, though. So you can't you can't knock that. I'm fly. So it wasn't that type of confidence. It was the confidence inside the woman, like being assertive, being able to speak up, being able to not have any fear. And just like, I couldn't speak in front of people like this right here. We wouldn't have been able to do it. Like I was just in a shell, not really knowing who I was. A so someone wants to know if it was emotional eating for you. No, it was just, okay. I wanted to eat. Like, literally, I don't, I mean, I, I always go back to that, even with my therapist. I'm like, I don't think it was emotional because it wasn't like I would get sad and I want to eat all this food. Like, I would literally just. <laughs> it's me. Would, I'm an emotional eater. I know a lot of them. And I, I've never been that way, but I was just eating just to eat. Maybe boredom, maybe being bored. I do that yeah, like when I was young, that was my thing. My mother was like, you always coming in here trying to eat. I was bored. So like that, now I would eat because I was bored, but not emotionally. And it was just over time. I had my kids at 19. They were, I had twins and I, yeah, I, <laughs> I gained a hundred and something pounds with them and just 
got into a, a marriage just because I saw everybody else being married. Like, I forced that man to marry me. Listen, <laughs> if we could be there, like, real talk. Like, it's keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. <laughs> like, I, I told him what day I picked out the ring. I Like, I knew he was going to propose. Like, who does that? Right? Just because I'm thinking that I got all this weight, ain't nobody else. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody yeah. else gonna love me. So he loved me. Let's just go ahead and do this. Well, how long go. did it last? Five years. Okay. And it didn't end well. Cause it cause after I had surgery and I started, I was like, sister, you got the you got the you got to go free. All right, so wait, back up. What surgery? What surgery? Oh, so I had weight loss surgery. I had vertical okay. sleeve gastrectomy. So if I can go back to got up to 387 pounds and I have tried every diet, cayenne, pepper, cabbage, soup, uh, every pill, every shot. Doctor, what's the people over there in Oxen Hill that give you those pills and, <laughs> and that nasty tea? Like I've been through all of that. And so my- What I'm doing what's now? Called? What's it called? Which one? What's the one in Oxen Hill called with the- I don't know. Tea? I've never been to that one. The but I've been to a many of them. It was like the Kylo or something. <laughs> that was back in the day. So anyway, but my doctor said, how about weight loss surgery? And you know, when people say weight loss surgery, like, oh, just the easy way out. It's a bad stigma around that. So I, I waited a whole year. I was like, I'm not doing that. And just weight piling on. I couldn't walk up the stairs. I had my husband tie my shoes. It was bad. Like, I couldn't. Do and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Because sis got goals. Sis trying to try. Sis. I haven't been on the plane but three times in my whole life. Ah, uh, because you, you had to get two seats? No. I So I was supposed to buy two seats, but I lied, and I was just holding my seatbelt <laughs> like this. <laughs> I couldn't fit. So now it's like I'm ready to I wanted to try. I have worlds to travel. I'm like, I want That's so right. much for me. So I had to do something, and I wait. I say it all the time: weight loss surgery changed my life. It. Did, now so, I, I but did it, to my, did it? Did it wreck your marriage, though? It didn't wreck my marriage. My marriage was already wrecked. Oh, okay. I mean, like I know you were starting to say after my surgery, and then I so, stopped so talking about surgery. So. surgery. That's when I decided to separate. So you know, once you do that, you oh oh girl. So now you huh. <laughs> You even got the. Now you think you all that because you lost a few pounds and you feeling good about yourself. Yeah. And he told me he said, "I wish you were still fat." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so that was the thing, like, but that wasn't the reason. It wasn't because I was losing weight. Like, I wasn't even one year out of surgery yet, so I was still in my threes when I said I wanted to divorce. But I knew that we weren't gonna get nowhere together, and it, it, it just had. I had to do what I had to do for me. So hard. besides your eating, like what other things did you have to change? Um, exercise. Did you start my, out? So exercising, of course, but the hardest thing was my mind. Your mind. All right, help help a sister out. Tell me, so, tell me what, because I'm I'm there. Like, I feel in that stuck place where I know I need to do. I'm not obese. Yet to that point, right? You are not. You are fabulous. No, I, I'm. A, but, I'm still feel sexy, right? Yeah. But I got okay. all these quarantine poundages on, and I'm, I'm short of breath. It it flares up my asthma really bad. When I'm yeah. going up the steps, I feel miserable. Mm -hmm. But I just keep on eating. Like eating for me, I eat for um for reward. I always mm -hmm. say, look how I work so hard. I deserve ice cream and cake and I love sweets and I know I eat too much fruit and all that kind of stuff. So 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 help us just to work on our mind because I need some help. <laughs> I, I just I trust me, I get I really it. am too big for my frame. Like I, I am. I'm just too big for my frame. Like I I know how it feels. I'm starting to, to feel a wiggle and a jiggle. 
Yeah, yeah. And I know how it feels. Like, people ask me all the time, can you feel the weight? Can you, do you feel? Yeah. Like, you can feel that weight on you. So I get yeah. it. I definitely understand. But this journey taught me, like, I will always tell And I'm like, how can I stick to it now? Because I was only supposed to lose 80 pounds. That's the statistic with this surgery. You're only, you're only supposed to lose 80. And I was like, you got me messed up. I got to lose about 100. So my doctor calls me a miracle case, but it was because I changed my mindset. You know how we get into this, oh, I'm going to start on Monday. Oh, I, I do it every week. Oh, I got to give up all my sweets. Oh, oh, oh. What if we looked at all of this like self-care? Like, you know, how we self-care Sunday and how it makes us feel good. I had to change my mind. Like, this is a journey. So if I have a cupcake or a cookie, I'm not going to beat myself up because this is forever. Like, yeah. I'm not doing this to because if I stop, I'm going to gain my weight back. And that's not what But you I see want. how you said self-care Sunday? For me, it's like uh, football Sunday. So pizza, you know, some wings, all this kind of stuff. I have got to do better. Because I know better. Yeah. That's when you got to be like, so am I going to stay on track? Because my goals, and I used to always say this. This was one of my slogans when I first started. Never let, out, never let your circumstances outweigh your goals. Yeah. Like, I got goals, and I, I know what pizza tastes like right and like even so like even if you do have pizza i'm gonna have one slice of pizza i'm gonna have because guess what chicken wings if they're not breaded that's keto you can eat as many of them as you want see that's why so i found a like a, a way of eating that i love because keto man if you you can still lose weight and do what you call dirty girls i love keto but here's the here's the little tea with the keto First of all, I love all that cheeses and butter and all that, but it yeah. gives me a lot of mucus from yeah. my asthma and my allergies. Yeah. And then when I was doing it, I, I was snatched, but it messes with my husband's cholesterol. So he had to have a separate meal and I had to have a keto meal. So I was just like, okay, but I you love that food. You was probably doing dirty keto though. I was. So we can clean it up. Okay. It's not it's still good. So like you know, I that's what I offer. I have eight clients who I prepare meals for weekly, and they are sitting like this is keto. They got stuffed salmon. They got crab cakes. They got salad. Tomorrow they having chicken tenders with uh, keto fries, but it's not fried and greasy and but it's delicious. So you got to learn how to make it work for you. And I, I so it, I said. Let's make it fun. So I'm trying to make it fun and creating new things. And again. And you know what? Also, too, I do not eat enough. You got to eat. I don't eat enough. I go all the day without eating. Like, <laughs> I'm not hungry. I have to try to force myself to eat. And then when so I So your body eat, is starving. Exactly. And so then when I do eat, it just holds on to all of that. All of yeah. that. It's like, ooh, I don't know when she's going to eat. So your metabolism is low so let me tell you i eat about don't call me crazy remember i only eat a cup of food y'all but i eat about 12 times a day right because i eat so little but my doctor said why that's why you can't gain no weight because i'm trying to gain weight because i want to have skin removal surgery right because but my doctor said in order for me to get this booty lifted i gotta gain some weight because they gotta pull it from somewhere they can't they can't give me a buff lift with i cannot no get this from it I wish you could. I wish I, I could get some of this. Bring it to me. I need it. I'm like, somebody give me the weight. But he says, because I eat so much and so little, my metabolism is raw, like that of a teenager. And I'm like, that's great, but I didn't want to be this small. Okay. So it's like, and people are like, oh, girl, that's just, and that's another baggage. People be like, so you lost all this weight and now you want to gain weight like you i'm like don't do that <laughs> don't do that yes i do because i am too small i wanted to be 200 pounds i'm probably 150 something i just i ain't never been this small before in my life yeah so you got to get used to that yeah it's an adjustment yeah yeah so 
So let's talk about what type of issues you had when you had the weight. And you said that you, you always had the weight when, even when you were younger. And I'm going to tell you a little story. Don't take any offense to it because it's like a true story. You know, stuff happens when you're little. But yeah. um, did you get teased and ridiculed and stuff like that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so tell us about that. So not I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Not as much as somebody would because I was always pretty popular because I just always had this personality and I wasn't letting my weight stop that but they will always say oh you know the girls would be like oh you pretty but you big or 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 like uh don't why want to mess with you like these girls like her boyfriend one of the girls boyfriend liked me and they just they jumped me they jumped me because girl you fat and don't nobody you want my man you trying to steal my man he don't want you because you fat so they tried to beat me up well, you know, us brown girls have that same issue with people saying, oh, you're pretty to be dark-skinned. Oh, you're cute yeah. to be dark-skinned. And I'm like, well, why would you say that? That's that. a lot of my baggage right there. Like, yeah, it, took me, it took me until in my 30s to be comfortable in my complexion because I'm the only brown one. I was the only brown girl in the house. My mom and my two sisters were light. So that was a baggage that I had of everybody saying, oh, I mean, well, you you cute to be dark-skinned. What? But you're not even dark-skinned. What are you talking about? I I can't pass the paper bag uh, test, girl. Oh, <laughs> I can't pass that. And, and the thing was, it would be mostly like summertime. Like summertime, if I'm out in that sun, I am like blurple. I mean, now yeah. I don't mind, but back in the I day... I used to get a beating because I wouldn't go outside. If somebody knocked on the door and said, can Crystal come out to play? I would tell my father, I'm not going outside until the sun goes down because I'm going to be too black. And he would be like, you better get your ass out there. <laughs> that's right. Go on out there and play. You tripper. Don't, don't do that. I, that's, I agree with that. But I understand. And it's funny that you say that because mine was reversed. Oh, are you white? What's your mix with? Why your hair? Oh, she thinks she got she got pretty hair. She a white girl. Your mother white. I'm like, no, I'm black. Like, yeah, but I got the what she mixed with for this hair. But they always thought Dominican, just anything. Um, I used to get Ethiopian a lot, and I'm like, what? No, just regular black. That's all. <laughs> I mean, and why people gotta be something other than what they are just because? Uh, what they call it though? Because it's something that they call good hair. I mean, yes. I don't, I don't get the good hair. Like, I mean, just for y'all out there watching, she's natural. I don't get no perm or no nothing. Okay, <laughs> but I do like to, you know, blow her out a little bit That's sometimes right. and run a little, run a little flat iron through there. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why that. Because it's like, I know why. Because they feel like. Black people not supposed to have good hair. Right. And then you know what the other thing that really, really bothers me with people? If you want to straighten it, because my hair's really curly. Right. When you want to straighten it, you got to be want to be white. You's a damn lie. I don't want to be no white, but sometimes I like to switch it up. Because for me, wearing my natural hair and wearing it curly is way too much work. Like, I'm in the mirror all day, wetting it scrunching it putting stuff on it starting to look dry like it's way too much work for me so i'm not that girl like i'm i can't do the whole natural all you gonna get this, this is the most natural as you gonna get for me i can't do nothing with curl like if i try to wear it out it'd be i mean like my daughter she can she, her hair is beautiful and she wears it out and curl. i'm like i don't know how you do that because my hair will end up looking like a big afro dry yeah, I can't. So straight or weaves is what I'm gonna do because this I can't. Same, same. And when you put on a weave, why you put on a weave and you got all the hair? Okay, because it's easy. It's, it's protective styling. Okay. People don't. So let me stuff. let me tell you about my my story about um what's the correct term? Because I was gonna say fat, but what's the right term? Fat. Fat. Okay. Like I don't know. so, girl. What had happened to me? And it like scarred me for life. So when I was little, I mean, real little, like maybe eight, nine, and 10, mm -hmm. my neighbor was really, really heavy, mm -hmm. huge, right? And 
she used to braid my hair. So she used to sit me in between her legs and, you know, braid my hair up to a ponytail, braid it up the back. And I was a, ch a small child. And the smell, 40 years later, I can still remember, right? I can, yeah. so, <laughs> I, I, can, I can remember it 40 years later. So it gave me this... Um, huh? Like a, I, that fat people stink? Yes, like I had caught myself as an adult. I noticed like, you know, when I would be out in public or places, and this is like total transparency. So I'd be out in places in public, and you know, there may be a long line for the bathroom or something, right? And I would see somebody big come out, and I'm like, oh, I ain't going in that one. <laughs> I'm just going to wait, and I'll be out there like this, like, Tell somebody, you can go in front of me, you can go in, you can go here. But anyway, I mean, as I got older, I realized it wasn't just fat people you were going in there behind. Like, it's a lot of people with a funky box. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> right? so, absolutely. So now to this day, I don't care what size the person is or who it is or what they look like. Whenever I go in the bathroom behind anybody, I don't know even how it started or how it came. Like, when I come out, I noticed that I have never taken a breath. Like, I don't breathe. I just hold my breath for the whole time until I get out and start washing my hands. I hold my breath. So anyway, just saying that to say, did you get that kind of stereotype? I didn't get that one. I didn't get that one because it was like, for me, I was big, but I was always smaller on top. So I had like that that hourglass shape. Oh, so you had I a was, good shape. I was big, but I had a shape, and I had a big butt, and so, <laughs> like, I never had a problem. Like, you know how I hate to say this, too, but, like, the big girl don't get the dudes, and, like, you know, she, uh, I never had that problem. I never had a problem getting a boyfriend. Everybody, but, I mean, now, I was the secret. I've been the secret. <laughs> oh. But you oh. know what? I have some family members that prefer bigger girls. That's yeah, all now bring around for more, the holidays. You know. yeah. yeah. But but back then when I was like younger, boys wasn't really into big girls. You know, they were secretly into big girls. Like, you know, and then they and like they would hit me with the, oh, you know, I don't I don't even really deal with big girls, but you <laughs> I like you though. Like you fly it's something about you. I'm like that's supposed to make me feel good. What, are you complimenting me? <laughs> That's supposed to make me feel good. Like, <laughs> but I will. I'll be like, oh, okay. Dumb. See, I'm about to say a curse word. Like, this is dumb and so insecure that I was putting up with stuff like that. Like, yeah, whole boyfriends. What I mean, boyfriends got girlfriend. Listen, baggage. Uh, we all did played that fool before but so listen so let's get back to this mindset thing because this is the part i really need yeah let's let's get back to the mindset and uh so so you said something about it outweighing the gold like like get me there help me get there okay so life is going to happen right so literally uh, let me tell you a little story first so literally the first year of my weight loss, that's when I went through my divorce. That's when all of that, I found my first love and he came back and it was just a crazy year. And so me going through weight loss and going through all this at the same time, my first year of surgery, going, divorce, arbitration, just craziness, my name being torn. So I was like, okay, how am I supposed to handle both of this? And I would tell, I started to tell myself, you can't let your you can't let your circumstances outweigh your goals. And so one day I was like, we were at rock bottom. Things were just going wrong. And my my now boyfriend was like, you know what we need to do? We need to change our mindsets to change our life. So we watched The Secret, and we just started. We you know that's it's way deeper than that. But literally, we started speaking what we wanted to see. So like I was like, okay, it's life is gonna happen. We're going to have bills. We're going to have BS. I'm going through a divorce. And he told me, if you can't change it, don't sweat it. But you got goals. You got things you got to do. So you got to feel so good about yourself 
that you're going to keep up because it makes you feel good. You got to focus on feeling good. Like, if it don't make you feel good, you feel, you don't feel good heavy, so you're going to do what you got to do to feel good. No, and I noticed every little thing, like, you know, not just, I mean, right now we're in a COVID, so like, I'm in Uggs and, and my come with baggage sweats and stuff like that, right? But right. but typically on, on a typical day, I like to be in five-inch heels. And right now I'll be, I'll be, be wearing my thigh-high boots and all that kind of stuff. But right. I noticed even when I tried to step out one night fairly recently, I was like, I'm up here. Uh-huh. <laughs> my feet ain't never hurt before. But I'm, I'm like, it's too much weight on these heels. Mm-hmm. So I do know I have to change it. I have never, ever loved... Um, I used to dance all through, um, starting when I was like seven, all through high school. I was always on a dance team or something like that. Um, And that's like the best exercise I could do. I've never been like a gym person or like the gym. I got a full gym up in here, okay? A full gym. But I would rather hang something over that treadmill. I don't get on it. So I do know that that has to change. I have to get better with just being active, doing something, you know, like my primary job is as a writer. And so it's sedentary. I'm sitting a lot writing, you know, typing and stuff like that. So I'm not very active at all. And I get it. Cause guess what? I hate working out, right? I hate the gym too. And I did some here and there. I would go a month on, a month off, a month on, six months off, but I love to be active. So, like, if I can do it, so, like, you can dance in your house. If you could take an hour and put on a YouTube video and I do dance. do that sometimes. Listen, that's working out. Like, and that's I'll be in here trying to do that Beyonce choreo. Exactly. <laughs> like, try to make it fun. Like, I'll be in there trying to do TikToks. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I end up with a sweat. But we got to stop making it seem and that's another mindset thing everything don't gotta be so hard we ain't got to be in the gym we ain't got to be doing things like everybody say we got to do it but we gotta just tell ourselves that we can and start looking at it like you know what this is cool this is fun i get to feel good like after you do it i feel good like just start man you just gotta pump yourself up (laughs) yeah and it's not the first time i've had to do it and i know that before when i had to do it I I felt great once I started to see results. Like yeah. once you start seeing the results, it makes it does make you want to keep on going. Right. So, and like you say, you like to reward with food, but start rewarding with other things. Like you like clothes, you like fashion. So hey, if you see a handbag, like okay, I'm gonna put some money away every week, and then when I reach my 20 pound goal, I'm going to buy those Jimmy Chews that I want. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Right, so I don't but, feel the same because I do that all the time. Like it don't feel the same, but I am gonna try to change my mindset to that because I be like, oh, I'll I be do checking this, on this, you. This, this. My rewards are always like, um, you know, something to eat or a massage or those are my biggest ones, you know, petty, um, a manicure, like facial, like those self-care things I like. Like, you know, I do the bags and all that kind of stuff, but not for a reward. But I got to get past this food thing as my biggest reward. I got to get past that. Yeah. So let me ask you, I have a friend who recently had a weight loss surgery and I was checking on her quite a bit and she was having regrets. So I was telling her not to focus on like how it is that you feel at this moment. Think about long-term and and how you're going to look and how it's going to impact your health and stuff like that. So did you, I'm asking on her behalf. (laughs) She ain't asked me to ask, but I want to know like, did you have any regrets? First, let me ask how far how far out is she? Real close. I don't want to spill her tea. Somebody might put it together, but not far out. Like 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 had it yesterday. Okay. Yes. So first three days, baby. First day, twenty four hours. I was like, what the did I do? <laughs> This is for the birds. And then when you go into, like, the first month, you're like, man, it's just, 
bite. You got to get to know your stomach all over again. You on liquids in your mind. Like, I want to eat and you can't. And you like, this is some shit. Why did I do this to myself? Absolutely. But give about a month or two. You're like, this is the best thing I ever did. It's the best thing I ever did. So, yes, about a month of regret. You will have it because it's tough. It's not easy. So when people be like, oh, you took the easy way out, you try getting half of your stomach removed and have to uh, learn how to eat all over again. Yeah, I can't imagine. This girl, um, I got my brows are... Um, they hot. I love my, them. Thank you. My brows are... What are they? Microblade? Whatever they are. Um, the young lady is Dominican. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me, we were talking about weight and um, my issues with trying to just get this weight off. And she told me at my size, in the Dominican mm. Republic, they would give me that surgery. Sure would. People, girls. Uh, people, I'm absolutely not doing such a thing. Go to Colombia and Mexico. Girls smaller than you. Like, like I know a young lady who purposely gained Gain weight. weight to have the surgery so she wouldn't. So, because this is like a tool. Like, it's like a, it's it, like. You can't eat for so much, so so she could have that tool, so she wouldn't get fat. That's the no, dumbest thing. But yes, you don't have to. You can go to Dominican Republic or Mexico or anywhere and get it done. Absolutely, because some oh. people like you. Some people don't. Their insurance doesn't cover it. Like some insurances don't cover it, and it's expensive. So when you go to the Dominican Republic in Colombia, you pay four thousand dollars for here. I, my surgery was over ten, almost twenty thousand. So that's a big difference. Yeah, and you get the same quality of work. Most of the girls go to Colombia and like Mexico. Wow, no yeah. thanks. I'm gonna have to work this twenty pounds off. I'm gonna, I'll get it done. I'll get it done. I did go to the store today because I know I have a sweet tooth. So I was like, okay, I know that I did. Um, the South Beach diet before. And yeah. it didn't feel like a diet. It, it was just, you know, grilling my foods. It just told you, like, what foods to, pay, per, to pair together. Um, right. So I did a really good job on a South Beach. And one of the things you could have on there was, like, sugar-free Jello with Cool Whip. So I did go, right before we jumped on here, I was like, let me run and get my Jello and Cool because it's 10 calories for that little Jello. Mm -hmm. And I put a little a little drop of um cool whip on there but the thing is i did that because i am hooked on anything sweet like i will eat fruit all day mm -hmm. and that sugar in the fruit even though it's natural sugar it's not yep. good for me because i'll nice. be watching my 600 pound life i'm hooked on that show i'm addicted <laughs> to it I and like i always sugar. watch dr now say you know he's putting him on a 1200 calorie diet and no fruit and mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I be eating like 10, you know, I'll eat like three apples a day with peanut butter on them. Girl, mm -hmm. yes. Can we switch that's, it that's to strawberries? Can, huh? we strip it? Can we switch it to strawberries? Yeah, I guess. Because I love strawberries. My snack is strawberries, peanut butter, and whipped cream. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. It. But yeah, girl, I do... Like, seriously, when I wake up in the morning, I get an apple with peanut butter. Then about lunchtime, I got an apple with peanut butter. And then it's before so I go to though. bed, I got an apple with peanut butter. And then it's not like a little small apple. I be having a big honey crisp apple. And this is I what can't I'm even shuffling. knock it because it's so good. That combination <laughs> is so amazing. So I get it. I get it. But you can't have three. Have one a day. Okay. I, but like I said, I don't eat like Ooh. no meal, but I will eat an apple with peanut butter and that's my meal. That's all I ate. Well, a bunch of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So do you watch so my guess what? Your body, All your body is doing is burning the sugar that you eat all, all, every day. That's why you're not losing the weight. <laughs> not one pound. <laughs> so do you watch uh, my 600 pound life? Yes. I love, Listen, I'm the type of person that like, when I was pregnant, all I did was watch a baby story. When I was getting right, had surgery, 
all I did was watch six, my 600 pound life. I'm like obsessed. I need to know what I'm about to go through. So yes, I, <laughs> I love that show. I <laughs> love that show. So I was going to ask you, like, is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because I see the people going home, you know, he sends them home and he says, if you, if you lose this amount of weight, <clears throat> I'll approve you for the weight loss surgery. And they just can't seem to do it. I don't know. I know. And again, I listen, my goal is to every program, bariatric program in America needs to have a class on mindset. That's the issue. <clears throat> it's not that. It's the mind. They can't control it. They can't. They go home and they just, it's hard. Listen, I get it. It's hard, but every, it's a mindset thing. Yeah. It's a mindset thing. You're right. <clears throat> I'm going to work on that. Starting tonight, I'm going to work on my mindset. Because usually I'm so good at this thing, right? And I'm, I'm yeah. just always wondering, You there's always like one weakness. I feel like in my businesses, in my work, in my marriage, in my, you know, in my relationships, I feel like a rock star. And right. I'm just like, I can get all this shit done and I can't lose no weight. And my husband's like, well, you've done it before. You were able to do it before. Yeah, but right now, you know, the one thing that's bothering me. You said you're how old? Why do you want to put me on blast? But I'm kidding, 48. 48. Also, you said 34. I was about to say, girl. No, girl. I'm, I'm, I'm 18 months to 50, honey. You, you don't even look. Okay, well, you look 34. Okay, I'm about to say. But thank you. But the, but the thing is, we've been home. Well, I've been home from work since March, right? And I know a lot of people who work at my federal government gig that during this time, they have gotten weight loss surgery. So mm -hmm. they're going to be going back to work snatched. And yes. I'm going back the opposite. So I'm like, sis, you can't be the one going back back. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to get it together because I can't. Like, I can't do that. I don't want to be that girl. Well, I'm going to be here to help you anyway. I'm going to start sending you motivational videos every day if I have to. Yeah, for <laughs> real. I got to work on my mindset because I don't, yes. don't want to be that one. I, uh, uh, one of my co-workers told me they had to go up to the building and they said that they somebody who was chuffly you know they lost like 70 pounds or something like that and they said they were going to walk right past and they didn't recognize them and I feel like I'm about to be on the opposite they going to walk by me and not know it's me like girl I can't that's the thing also mindset Stop speaking that. You're right. You're right. Yes. It's You're changing not. tonight. Listen, I can, my, my boyfriend has lost almost 100 pounds. And just by my. Wait, from you my, doing keto? From him eating like I eat. But also, he works out, but he had, because he, um, not, not as much as he should, because he has some type of, some underlying conditions. But he's dropped the weight. And we, I think it's just his mindset and it's all that together. Like, they just be dropping the weight just because he's like, it's so easy. I'm losing weight every day. Babe, look, I'm skinny. Look, I'm skinny. I'm skinny. Like, just How many times a day does he eat? He eat. He don't eat enough either. I tell him that, too. He's, he will yeah. be that one eat a day, too. But I, at least I try to get him to eat eat three meals. He's always on the go, entrepreneur as well. I'm like, you gotta eat. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm always starving because you know I can't only eat a cup of food per sitting. So I'm always hungry. Still, so how many years ago was your surgery? Four years ago. And in four years, like, okay, so I do know a person that had to get the surgery twice. So yes, in four years, some people you know, start to eating and they stretch it back out. Yep. I don't understand why people do that. <laughs> and okay, so but you, you have still been maintaining a way to only eat that small bit. So let me tell you, my doctor, I call him Saint, Saint Shope, because he initially, because you know there's different surgeries. There is the BSG, which I have, that's the vertical sleeve where they take 
80% of your stomach and they leave you with a banana. And yeah. then it's the full gastric bypass where they reroute your intestines and stuff. And that's what he wanted me to have because you lose the most weight. And mind you, I'm 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, and I was 387 pounds. So he wanted me to have that one. I'm like, you're not messing up with my intestines. No, no, no. I want to have this surgery. He said, well, you're not going to lose that much weight. You're only going to lose 80 pounds. But what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to make your stomach the size of an egg. I was like, say what? He was like, yeah, I'm going to make the size of an egg. I was like, okay. So people, till this day, I'm four years out. And most people who are one year out, they can eat more than I can because he made my stomach so small. And me trying to stretch this baby out, I don't like throwing up. And I can't do it. So, uh, Well, do you miss food any? Nope, because I still eat everything I want. It's fun now because now I eat my little bit. And I'm like, hey, I can, I, it's, now I just live a healthy lifestyle, like moderation. I, I don't, I don't. I eat whatever. And sometimes you be like, dang, I'm full. But I'll just come back and eat it later. So I don't miss food at all. So when you first had it, you didn't have issues with missing food? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm when asking for a friend. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. Because, like, especially the first month when you can't eat any food, like, you really, really miss food. And then I would say probably you have to adjust. Give yourself a year because you have to readjust to this new way of eating because the first year is when your restriction is the, the smallest. And you're going to be like, this is all I can eat. And you won't have, you're going to be a lot throwing up. I mean, it's just the, it's just the thing. So you got to make sure you don't overeat. But you will miss food. But, again, you got to change your mindset. Like, I was so ready. Like, you know, I guess being overweight my entire life, I was just like, I'm going to do this. I can't. I got, this is my last chance, and I'm not going to mess it up. I ain't going to fuck this one up. So, it's my <laughs> last chance. <laughs> so, so, I was asking my friend about, okay, this is your first Thanksgiving. So, you know, how'd you make out? Because I know that's got to be a huge adjustment, you know. Thanksgiving, how we do, you know, we go on eat, 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 then mm -hmm. we're going to settle down a bit, then we're going to go back and some more and all that, so yeah. were your holidays, um, you know, affected, were you, mm -hmm. were you like a big cooker for the holidays anyway? You know, yeah, I'm a cook anyway, I, that's what I do, so I'm always cooking every holiday meal, I'm the chef, but it's fine, like, it didn't bother me, because, and I still cook, like, I cook but for people all the time, I just love it. So, no, I never had any issues with that. I just look at it like I still get to taste it all. I mean, I can't eat as much as I not used to, but I still get to taste it. So, again, my mindset, it's all good. <laughs> so, I want to tell everybody that my, um, my comments were stuck. And I just scrolled them, and I see where there's so much stuff but now I miss them now I see them and since we're coming down to the wire if anybody has anything now that I can see um feel free to <laughs> feel free to shout it out there but someone's asking was that a good idea to get an egg-sized stomach <clears throat> for my doctor yes because I guess for him he didn't want he wanted me to lose the amount of weight that I needed I'm still healthy I don't have any like malnutrition or anything. I still, I take my vitamins. I, my vitals are great. I always have great blood work. I'm the healthiest I've been in my life. So, yes, it was a great idea. <laughs> All right, so let me ask you about that. Because I know some people who, who've had the surgery who have a rough time taking all those vitamins. So four years out, you still take all of them? Absolutely. So it's like for the rest of your life, you're taking them. Forever well, and ever. Amen. So I take, I don't know, so I take a multivitamin, I take a calcium, I take a B12, and a hair, skin, and nail. That's all I take. And okay. all of mine are gummies. So, oh. except, for, except for my multivitamin. And I know they tell you 
you can't have gummies that's bullshit yes you can now i wouldn't recommend it the year a year out until after the year but you can definitely have gummies so all of mine are gummies except my multivitamin i use a liquid multivitamin but yeah it's easy i'm like popping candy i eat i take it every day and like i said my vitals are good i still have my blood work is good I don't have any issues, so I'm a living witness that they say you can't take gummies, but you can and still be healthy. Okay. Keisha wants to know, is it bad to eat pineapples daily? Yes. <laughs> I was going to go ahead and answer that, but I was like, I'm going to let you go ahead and answer that. And Keisha, guess what? Keisha. So when I went to my doctor and I was saying, uh, you know, I hated it when they would like get up on the scale. I'm like, ah! Because I knew that they were going to be, like, all over me, right? <laughs> so my nurse practitioner, mm -hmm. she told me to make sure when I'm trying to lose weight, because I was like, well, for the morning, I just want to have some fruit, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. She said, whatever you do, Crystal, do not eat bananas, period. No. She was like, make that be the last thing you ever, ever eat. Don't eat a banana. It's so like, that's a banana got like twenty something grams of sugar. Like it's that's that's one of the sugarous sugary fruits there is. Yes. So I don't eat bananas no more. I taste <laughs> Which liquid multivitamin does she use? Did you say I liquid use, or did you say gummy? I use a liquid multivitamin. So okay. I use um there's a company called Herbal Goodness. And um, if you come to my page, I have some stuff on them. But they have natural liquids. Uh, they're elixirs. And it's a moringa leaf. And it has all these natural ingredients. And I love it. I put it in my tea. I can't taste it. Or I'll just take a spoonful because it tastes like 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 sugar. Like a, what's it, agave? It kind of yeah. tastes like agave. So you can put it in your tea or you can just take it. And it's great. Okay, so what are your goodness. thoughts? Say it again. Herbal goodness. Let me see if I can type it. Herbal goodness. What are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? So I think it's great, right? But it ain't for me because I got to eat. I, I Listen, people who can go the whole day. Now, I might do it if I'm working and I, and I don't realize that I'm out busy and I haven't eaten. But for me to be like, okay, so I'm going to eat between this window and this, my stomach too small. I can't do that because I'm, I'm, I eat my little bit of food and I'm hungry 35, 45 minutes later. So I can't do that. But I do. It does work. I know a lot of people who do it. I recommend it to people who can do it. I am not a fan. You know how people say, oh, stick to it. I am not a fan of doing anything you don't like because you're never going to stick to it. So that's why people don't last on their diet or th their diets or whatever because you're not enjoying yourself. So you're yeah. not going to stick to it. Yeah. So it's a good thing, but I, ca I can't do it. <laughs> I got to eat. Okay? Yeah. So, guys, if there's no more questions, we're going to start wrapping up. Um, well, I wanted to ask you something. Do you have any advice for people who are on the fence about the surgery or they've been thinking about it, considering it? Do you have any advice for them? Absolutely. Absolutely. So listen, I tell everybody who asks me this because I have so many deep questions in my inbox. This is an amazing surgery. Amazing surgery. But make sure you do your research. Make sure you talk to your doctor. And make sure you're ready to commit because it's not the end-all, be-all. You can't get it. I know a lot of people who get this surgery and think they can still go through life eating cheeseburgers and french fries every day. You're going to be mad. You're going to be mad when a year later and you start gaining that weight back and you're going to be like, Rochelle, I'm gaining all my weight back. Do the right thing. Make sure you're ready to commit. It's a tool. You got to do the work. I, I'm so hard on people because it's people think it's just oh I'm gonna I'm gonna go it's a quick fix no it's not. Keisha wants to know have you ladies tried is that goalie gummies? Goalies I, that's the white bottle with the red writing no I have it but I, I have not. Mm -mm. I do. I don't try much of anything like I need to find the thing that's for me and that works for me. Um, yeah. I don't commit well to stuff so. Yeah, so you're going to really have to find a way 
yeah, I need to find that thing that's fun. And yeah. um, keto was fun for me. I enjoyed all the food. It was just delicious. But my asthma didn't like it. My allergies didn't like it. <clears throat> and that's the thing. It's other things on keto that, yes, I can eat. But the things well, that were so what? delicious and I loved. How about you try paleo? I can try that. So I paleo is the same thing, except you can't have the dairy part. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing that, that does not like me. That dairy right. is not my friend. So, so yeah. yeah, maybe I'll try that. Paleo is more caveman-esque because, you know, back in the day, caveman only. So you can have fruit on paleo. Like, you can have sweet potatoes on paleo where you can't really do too many sweet potatoes and things like that on keto. So yeah. you can definitely try paleo and just, you know, eliminate the cheese. Keisha, I be, I be taking shots of the apple cider vinegar. Me too. I, I have my little cocktail, apple cider vinegar, honey, and I knock it back in a little bit of water, lemon juice. Oh, somebody's talking to Keisha there. Yeah, so um, so I guess that's it. It's been an informal, I mean, an informational session. I learned a lot. Thank and you. um. Somebody's talking to you. Oh. Are you on Christmas Live, Christians Live Sunday? I have been oh. thinking about weight surgery. What are some questions you should ask your doctor? Just at, the main question is basically, do, do they recommend it? Do they think it's something that you qualify for? Because one, if you want to go through your insurance, you're definitely going to have to qualify. Like you have to be a certain, in, well, just for the surgery anyway, you have to have a certain, in the States, you have to have a certain BMI. You have to meet these qualifications. So definitely talk to your physician and ask, like, do you meet the qualifications? I don't know if you have any other underlying conditions because um, this surgery, if you do have um, conditions like uh, heartburn and GERD and things like that, they recommend certain things. So you have to just make sure you are able to have the surgery and not because it, it could really, I know people who it really didn't do well for them. Like they got sick. So you have to make sure you can do it. I know I have a question. My last question. So what do you think about this kind of thing? Is that crystal light or the drops? It's Mio. All day long. Do it. Oh, okay. So I'm a sugar-free. I, I like people. Oh, don't get the sugar-free. No, get the sugar-free. I used to my. I used to stay with those the Mio's. That's how I used to get my kids to drink the water. Put the yeah. the Mio's, the Crystal Light, the the little dollar package Hawaiian Punch. When yeah. I first got on my weight loss journey, I was turning them things up because I I I don't like water. It's not yeah. I can I'm drink it, but water. I prefer. Some of yeah. Somebody has a really good question here. Did you need help when you got home? I'm by myself and hoping to have it next month. Did you need help yes. when you got home? Yes. Yes. For how long? For three days at least. You need to have somebody with you for three days because you the first day you're going to definitely just be in the bed and you are not going to want to move. So you're going to need somebody there for you. And um, just to help you get around because the first three days are always the toughest because we're not, we don't, we didn't have anything. So like before surgery, we didn't eat and after surgery, you ain't eating. So you're going to be weak. You're going, it's going, it's going, you're going to need somebody there. So how many days did you stay in the hospital? Did you stay there two days or? One day, 24 hours. Okay. You only stayed 24. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because, so you know, they do it laparoscopically now, so they don't yeah. really, it's three little... It's minimally invasive, right? Exactly, yes. So, so, so how was your pain? The first 24 hours? I have, go look at my reel, and you can see me in the reel, sitting up in the chair. <laughs> I was in so much pain. I was so high. My pastor came to visit me, and I could barely talk to him. It was horrible. The <laughs> like, you're supposed to get up and walk the floor. I cussed the nurse out. You, I'm not walking nowhere. I walked one time and said, send me home. It was the <laughs> worst experience 
ever. But then I got home the, the next day and I felt so much better. I got into my bed and I was comfortable. And day three, I was in the grocery store. So Okay, so you touched on this a little teeny bit in the beginning. I know September said she got on late. No, maybe that wasn't September that said she got on late. But listen, so this is a good question because I do want to know this. Inquiry minds want to know, right? So what about what about you was 387 pounds now like around 150 what about the skin i can't wait to get it removed this hair you want to see it <laughs> you gonna let us see child you know i'm nosy i want to see let me i'm gonna see show y'all my tummy so you would look be like oh she snatched right girlfriend <laughs> snatched until i do this and show you all of the business oh wow so this is my, you know, whole stomach, and this is what I have to deal with. And, like, I have to make sure this right here, because I can get rashes here, because it goes like this, and then I can get rashes here. So I really have to make sure that I am putting my stuff here. But, yeah, I, this is this is my skin. Of course, I have the, the, the skin here. And then you can't see my thighs, but they just sag kind of low. I can't stand my thighs. That's that's the worst for me. Like I can't wait to get a thigh lift so I can wear shorts because I, I can't wear shorts unless I wear stockings because that's how my legs they just droop. But it's not bad. It's not as bad as it's, I was I gonna thought say. It was gonna my be. stomach looked like that after I um gave birth, honey. I can't. <laughs> so it's not that bad for me. Like I don't think it's that bad. It's manageable. I don't. It, it doesn't bother me at all. Like I could literally go through life with this like this and be okay but you know i won't be snatched i work hard i want to wear a bikini so i'm yeah. getting my work done <laughs> yeah it's, it's not bad. i'm telling you mine was like that after but i i will admit so i had my son one month before my 19th birthday but when i got pregnant when i first went in for my test i was 100 pounds and then by the time i delivered i was 187 and a quarter the baby, because I was on bed rest for the whole time. So I gained 87 pounds and a quarter, and it was just all, like, my skin, you could just bad. pull it out. Yeah. So, girl, by the time I was 22, I was watching Oprah show, and she had this plastic surgeon on there from uh, right around the parts where I lived, and I okay. went right and got that tummy tuck. And so I, I got that tummy right. tuck 29 years ago. Worst experience of my whole entire life. And, and, and the procedure now, I know people who are getting it. It's far, they've come a long way with it. Like, okay. it was archaic and barbaric when I got it, honey. I could I only mean, the staples from hip to hip and them drains and everything. It was just so bad. It was like, I thought I was going to die. Like, it was way worse than childbirth or anything that I could imagine. Um, and they had told me at the time, they're like, Oh, well, probably in the next 10 years or so, you'll need to get maintenance. I'm like, bullshit. Y'all will right. never see me again. <laughs> as much pain as you put me through, you think I'm coming back here so you can put me through some more pain? Y'all will never see me again. Bye-bye. <laughs> Whatever happens, they were like, you know, you'll get, um, you know, dog tails. You know how you have that incision going from hip to hip, then the skin kind of goes over. I'm like, I, oh, doggy ears, they call it. I'm like, I don't give a damn. If it's horse, it, I don't care. Elephant ears, whatever the hell it is, it's I'm not coming back. Yes, honey. <laughs> I understand. Let's Tracy, see. you don't need nothing. <laughs> I, I gotta get something now. No, but yes, you you have done an amazing job. I'm super proud of you, and thanks for inspiring everybody and Thank motivating you. them and helping us with our mindsets i needed it i'm gonna go back and watch this again because yes. i gotta get my mind right my friend out there this uh, out here china chanel that's out there riding her bike all the time and everything i'm looking at her like she is doing such an amazing job you know just you know staying fit and just being active since we've been off from work and i'm not I'm so not not active like that, but I need to I need to be better, and I'm gonna start speaking it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do better, even if it's me going up and down these steps or something. Yep, that's what yeah. I that's what my mother-in-law do. She walk up and down her steps in her sauna suit. Yeah, girl, I got my little sauna suit, and my driveway is like a little over a quarter of a mile long. You better be walking the driveway, right? Girl, look. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like all on it and 
I be walking the driveway. Then other times, I feel like I saw a little snake or something just through the woods, right? And sometimes, <laughs> I feel like I might have thought, I mean, the deer are running. It's all kind of little animals running. But every now and again, I see someone be like, I ain't walking <laughs> That's, that that would be me too. I'm such a scary girl. I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, I saw a bug. I'm having that coming back. Crazy so that I my driveway is two miles long. <laughs> you need to be out there on that on that. It driveway. might be, it might be, but like when I do, you know, I I'll go like, you know, five up and five down a day. It's it's a lot, and I and I I notice such a difference in my body that I 